Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Let's get one more traffic report in here before we head back out to CHS Field. Most of the traffic is in the Minneapolis area, so good news if you're heading over to CHS Field to see those Saints tonight in their season opener. Uh, We have some crashes on 94 on both sides, westbound and eastbound, and there's also a crash on Highway 100 just south of St. Louis Park. So turn up those radios and uh, get over to CHS Field. Right, guys? Yes. Thank you, Lindsey Brown. One more segment here of Mackie and Jeb with Rami. We've been hanging out since noon. Well, not not us alone. That would be way too much Mackie and Jeb with way Rami too much. since noon. Way, way too like, much. Some say two hours of Mackie and Jeb with Rami is probably too much. It's pushing it. But uh, we tricked Mike Vec into letting us come here and hang out all day <laughs> and watch the, the watch the stadium come to life. So uh, home opener tonight. And you guys, uh, we talked about earlier, the City of Baseball Museum is open with a red carpet tonight. So should should be fun tonight, Mike. Yeah, I know what you're thinking in your head. You're not used to saying Saints baseball and red carpet in one sentence, are you? Did you think about a different color of carpet? Uh, Of course I did, but they kept me away from this whole thing. The only thing I got to do was tour it last night, and boy, they did a great job on it. I mean, that's that's 2,000 square feet with nary a thing missing, which is the nicest thing you can... You can say, and the folks who installed it just did a wonderful job because it, it really pops. It really comes to life, and the, and the thing that's most important is the interactive for the kids so that they realize. And, you know, I think we all, you know, I grew up, I got to St. Paul, and I meet Billy Peterson, and here's a guy who's almost 80 years old who coached three Hall of Famers. I mean, this just doesn't happen. <laughs> You know, I, I'm going to represent the White Sox in, the, in a couple of months in Cooperstown when, when Harold Baines goes in. That's a huge deal on the Eastern Shore of Maryland. They haven't had anybody since Jimmy Fox, you know, to really talk about. And here in a 17-block radius, you've got yeah. <laughs> Paul Molitor, yes. Winfield, and, and, and uh, Jack Morris. And they're all trained by Billy Peterson. So, you know, he was here last night, and that was as special for me as seeing the installations. Five years now here, huh? It, it's gone quick. I, I thought it was about three what is this ballpark, man? And, and this team franchise has been a, a great success since it got here. I get that. But what has this ballpark just meant as far as establishing the foundation, uh, not only for the past five years, but really for years and years to come? Because this, this is a baseball palace. This is the most – I want to thank you. This is the most, that's a wonderful question, and I'll tell you. No one's ever asked me what, what it meant. It meant acceptance. You know, years ago, when people laughed when we first got here, you know, I did disco demolition. I, I, my whole career, laughingly called, has been dedicated to being laughed at. I get that, you know. But what I always wanted was to combine the great baseball savvy in this area and, and to form a niche in it. If you want to see the best baseball played in the world, you get on, well, not tonight, but you get on the train and you go to, to Target Field. But if you want to have the most fun, not not um, mortgage your house and see um, great minor league baseball, double-A, triple-A, if the pitching's good, that then you come to CHS Field. This meant acceptance. It was long time coming, and to see kids walk into the ballpark holding hands with their folks in downtown St. Paul. That's what it meant. 98% of this ballpark is indigenous to the state of Minnesota. We went out of state for two things. The, the uh, cedar that forms the roof line, you know, the, uh, and um, the seats. Nobody in Minnesota makes molded seats. And so we wanted to spend all of our money in Minnesota. 
so that people would really understand that minor league baseball is about community and for the first time we don't feel like that cute little popcorn yeah. machine we feel like a real member of this community i mean allianz field look at what it's doing it's four sellouts it's it's going to be tremendous for the midway and and that's what this represents to me this looks at the end of a career like i say man we really gave back to all those years at midway we were horribly successful and it was a wonderful thing and we had a lot of fun but now i feel like we're providing people with a place to go with a reason to be in a great downtown and one of my favorites so acceptance did you ever did you ever question if if this was a, a realistic possibility what we're sitting in today and and how how beautiful it is for for the saint paul saints i you know i remember the first time i looked at the drawings and julie snow showed me the drawings and I would have hated them except for the fact that I spent 10 years in the advertising business dealing with architects, and I could kind of see it because there are people who will tell you, on paper, when we first started, they hated this ballpark. They looked at this design and said, you've lost your mind. But I had the ultimate trust in, in Julie Snow because, not because I'm a cool guy, because I was raised by a man and a woman who said, hire the best, find the best people, and then stay out of their way and let them convince you. And, and that's kind of how, it, how this worked. My first choice was over on the river, was where the U.S. Bank building is now. That was the first one back when Norm Coleman was mayor, and he talked about building a ballpark. And uh, as Marv Goldklang says, foolishly, I, uh, I, I said, let's let the fans vote. And they voted and said no. <laughs> That's always a mistake so, to let the fans vote. So it was a 20-year wait. But, but this, you know, it goes down 35 feet. My, my son walked over here tonight um, from his hotel. And two blocks away, you can't see the ballpark. And that's how it should be because the star should be the neighborhood. It should be Lower Town. And this ballpark is understated, but it's elegant. Yeah. You know, and you come in and you're like, hey, somebody was looking at Frank Lloyd Wright stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mackie and Judd with Rami here uh, live at CHS Field leading up to Saints home opener. Mike Veck was kind enough to join us here uh, to wrap our show. And I've been so curious about, I'd love to be in just a, a preseason brainstorm meeting about, because you guys, are, you put together theme nights and promotional nights and you've done it for years. What, what is that process like? You know, what is the process of coming up with you know, multiple dozens of fun nights to engage fans and, and bring you know, 8,000 people to a ballpark? When you're doing a TV show or you're doing a movie, you do a table read. And that's how I equate it. It's like a table read. The difference is, is that not everybody's a writer and not everybody's a producer or an executive producer. Everybody is on an equal playing field. And so it's like improv. There's no such thing as a bad idea. You're not allowed to say no. Yes, and. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that you keep developing the idea. So a perfect example is, first of all, Sierra Bailey is the best promo guy I've ever worked with. I was a promo guy for 30 years, 10 years in the big leagues. She's the best I've ever seen, and I don't think she's 26 yet. And so she runs it. In a way that, I mean, mine was always, let's say, fair and loosey-goosey, and she runs it more militaristic because the timing's right and the gags go down so that the, you get shots of them blocked. But we all sit at a table, you throw out an idea, and here's an example. Derek goes, what are you going to do on July 12th this year? And he's bear-baiting me. I know what he's doing. That's the 40th anniversary of Disco Demolition. So I go... <laughs> Well, the White Sox said it didn't happen for 39 years. And this year, they were anticipating being so horrible that they decided to give away 10,000 I Survived Disco Demolition shirts, right? So suddenly, even though they put an asterisk on it, it was 100,000 people showed up for a promotion. They, they're embarrassed by it. Well, I guess their club's bad enough this year that... that they're not embarrassed anymore. <laughs> so I, I go through that whole thing and I say that to Derek. And Derek goes, what would you do now? And I said, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I, I still don't care for disco, but now people say it's homophobic and I was being uh, singling out people. I don't even know what homophobic meant. I was like just trying to get people to see the 1979 White Sox. And we were dreadful. 
We weren't just bad. We were 20 games out by the 1st of July. I was a desperate man. What do you mean, Derek? He goes, I'm thinking of something like disco premonition. What's going to happen in 40 years? I said, no, we're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. No, no. I'm violating my own rule. No. He goes, <laughs> I got a 20-foot-in-diameter disco ball. I said, I think it's a great yeah. idea, <laughs> and I want to be there. And, you know, it's the 50th anniversary. You know this is coming. It's the 50th anniversary of the first moonwalk. And I don't mean Michael Jackson. I mean, you know, we land on the moon. It's a great step for mankind. So we're going to have the largest mooning, and I'll leave that to your ever recorded to celebrate that event. And they just come from, it's like wisecracking, and they, turn, they gain a life for themselves. But it proves that if you have really, really good people and people you trust, then everybody should have input because everybody deserves the joy of creativity and the joy um, of recognition. Of, it's like my saying about Sierra, I just got a great crew here. Derek Scherer, his father's in town tonight. And his father won't tell you this, but I'll tell you this. Derek has never worked for anyone but us. He's been with me 26 years. I mean, imagine if he had to go out and live in the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, we say that about our jobs here, yeah. too. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> exactly right. in the world. Because, because <laughs> there are very few jobs that are magical. But these are magical. People listen to this and they go, man, you just talk. They don't think about the work that goes in. They don't think about the prep. The talk is the easy part. It's the prep that kills you. And it's the same way with promotions. It's coming up with those ideas and affording everybody the respect and the dignity that that idea is worth pursuing. So your your whole thing has been since the day that the Saints started in the early 90s is baseball's fun. Your dad obviously knew that. What is your reaction now to Major League Baseball, which is slowly but surely catching, you know, bat flips now are not seen as the end of the world. They're just sort of it. Uh, as you watch this sport from that sport from the outside, what's your your view of the fact that baseball is slowly but surely trying to catch up? Because to keep the young fan embracing the game, I think they have to. Now, now you and your family have known that for how long? But it seems like MLB is now sort of coming around to that. Sure, because they're in trouble. You know, they used to not have outfield signs until they looked at the minor leagues. And they said, hmm, they can monetize it. The first suite, we're sitting in the equivalent of a suite. We invented on the south side of Chicago in 1977 because my dad needed $70,000 to sign Chet Lemon, a really good center fielder. And we created the skybox, and we sold the old Chicago Cardinals press box. And it was just an idea. I was shooting fireworks one night. I saw the reflection in there. I know nobody sat in there. And that's how skyboxes got invented. So fast forward now. The major leagues are finally looking at minor league baseball, which is where they should go to get the men and the women who have the kind of creativity, who are willing to work 18 hours a day for not very much money, cranking out great idea after great idea. And the major leagues are slowly paying attention to that. The answer always was if you could monetize it, they would use it. You know, Wrigley was never going to the, the hallowed halls and confines of the greatest horticultural display in the world. Planted by a vec, I always like to point out to the Ricketts. It wasn't Grandpa Ricketts who came from Nebraska <laughs> and planted the ivy. It was Grandpa Vec who did it to try to survive. But, but I feel Major League Baseball reaching out to the minor leagues for the first time. You want to know about bat flips? they got to let them work in the minor leagues. They should test everything in the minor leagues, and they should regionalize the country just like they do with the scouting and say, okay, everybody, from the Rockies over, you try baseball without umpires. Use lasers that in your line of work, you know they've been around for 15 years. People can do that and shoot across the strike zone. They should test everything. And Major League Baseball would be amazed and how they'd rediscover their sense of humor. Yeah. Mike, I think we've stumbled upon a theme night here. Bat flip night. Oh, you, that'd be great. Every player has to flip their bat, even if it's a ground ball to shortstop. You, See, you have to flip your bat. See, now I'm going to do what I've become tremendous at doing. 
And that is, I'm going to write Bat Flip Night down. Yes. I'm going to announce loudly tomorrow that I had a brainstorm. Yeah. <laughs> and you will be the last person who will ever get credit for your idea. I don't and need credit. Not, I just need a ticket. I know you game. can't have stands full of people throwing actual bats up in the air, but maybe inflatable bats as a giveaway that night. Wow. We did that. Oh, you did? Yes. And we brought to you by Viagra. But Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> Holy God. They, were, they lost their nerve at the last minute. I said, we got them at the gates. We're giving them out. It's too late. <laughs> but imagine this. Suppose you mumble bat and then left flip. So at a certain point, everybody flip everyone off. <laughs> Except the Jehovah's Witnesses. Who are all yeah, careful. I'm yep. Catholic, so I can say that. Yep. Mike Beck, thank you so much for joining us thank and you. for having us out here thank today. It was really, really appreciate it. By the way, thank cheap you. plug for Score North, the official scorecard, SKOR, available inside CHS Field. Oh, you can like support it. Score North and the Saints. Just get your score. Judd. I know this is probably a little, you need to maybe get your, your glasses on to oh. properly fill it out, but Judd keeps score at home. He's one of the guys that actually does score keep at score home. Yeah. at home. I love home. that. I love that. I don't go to a, anytime I would go visit my son on the south side of Chicago, we had to be there at least 15 minutes before the game so I could get the lineup in yeah. right slow. And all you got to do is get this to know how to score. Yep. Hey, you can score. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> Mike Beck, the St. Paul Saints home opener tonight, CHS Field, and the grand opening of the City of Baseball Museum. You can find the Mackie and Jeb with Rami podcast on scorenorth.com, the Scorenorth mobile app, and anywhere you find your favorite podcasts. Write that down. Predictions sure to go wrong tomorrow. We'll see you guys in 23 hours. 22 hours. 22, 22 hours. It's 22 hours. I'm an idiot. Yep. From Charlotte. Here's Dari Noka. For one day, the New Orleans Pelicans were the story of the NBA draft, overcoming long odds to have ping pong balls bounce in their favor to give them that number one pick. But it's another team that will become the focus of the draft. In fact, it already kind of is, and it's the good old Los Angeles Lakers, the team who overcame long odds themselves against a top five pick to end up at number four. Why will the Lakers be the focus? Because that's really where the actual who will they take drama will first fall. We know the Pelicans are taking Zion Williamson. If they don't, they should just suspend operations as a franchise. Now Memphis is reportedly making it known they will take Murray State point guard John Morant at number two, as they should, by the way. The Mike Conley era is nearing its end, and they should be able to get very good value out of a trade around Conley should they choose to try. At three, the Knicks, well, that's got R.J. Barrett out of Duke written all over that. So then the first real drama come next month's draft will be who do the Lakers take it for? Question, who do you think will have more say in that matter? Frank Vogel or LeBron James? In 60 seconds, one unbelievable potential snag in all this. Hey, Jan, did you look into my suggestion about switching to Sprint? Uh, I owe too much my wireless contract to think about switching right now. Don't let that stop you. Sprint's offering up to $650 per line to cover your switching costs. $650? It's their way of giving you a clean slate. Plus, if you lease a new iPhone, you can get an incredible new iPad on them. This weekend only at your local Sprint store. Switch to Sprint and we'll cover your switching fees up to $650 per line via prepaid MasterCard. And if you lease a new iPhone, we'll give you an incredible new iPad on us. Get to your local Sprint store this weekend and save. Less required phone trading credit provided after online registration and new phone activation. Amount based on early termination fee charge for remaining phone balance, card term conditions, and exclusion apply. Member FDIC. I've had six generation, 32 gigabytes, zero dollars per month after 1970 monthly credit for 24 months credit apply within two bills. Applies new line on qualifying plan. If cancel early, remain balance fee tax due at I first heard ESPN's Brian Windhorse report last night that NBA folks are buzzing about the possibility that Zion Williamson so doesn't want to play for New Orleans that he might consider returning to Duke for his sophomore season and then re-entering the draft next year. Seriously, people are actually having this conversation as though there is some guarantee that a year from now a more desirable franchise will have the first pick. And remember when Zion blew out his shoe and it seemed like the world thought he was done for the year either by injury or fear of injury you think he'd consider going through that again or what just sitting and not playing at all for a year 
Does that sound like Zion Williamson? He is a pelican, people, with the ESPN Radio Sports Beat. I'm Dari Noka. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. It's the Beer Show with Chris Reavers and Mike Fratelloni. All right, I'm going to fly blind. That's right. It's the Beer Show here on Score North and scorenorth.com. My name is Chris Reavers. By my side is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. Hello, Michael. How you doing, Reavers? I'm doing okay. I had a pair of headphones that I thought were working, and uh, I'll, I'll figure Do you want things mine? out. Actually, that'd be great. Okay, hold on one That second. would be great. Okay. Um, so, uh, it is Thursday night. It's beer show night, and uh, we're uh, going to start things off here with a good friend of ours uh, from Running Aces, and uh, Aaron is here in studio. Aaron, how are you, my man? I'm good. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Ooh, there we go. So, uh, one of the things I wanted to ask you, oh boy, we got some feedback issues here. That's all right. Running Aces, I love that place. You can't put that on like that. Are you okay? Did that just make you deaf? A little bit. Okay, just I'm all right. All right, (laughs) right, we're off to a flying start here. All right, so Aaron is here in studio from Running Aces. Uh, You guys have been around for quite some time now. We were discussing this a little bit in the green room uh, before the show started, but Kind of a big deal this summer. You guys are going through a pretty decent size restructuring over at Running Aces. Yeah, right now the uh, concrete just kind of cured, so we're getting ready for our 12th racing season uh, this Saturday. Is and it then, seriously 12 years already? Yeah, it's, wow. it's been going quick. And the fun part has been the growth over, I mean, opening a casino in 2008, it's not the time to do so. But yeah. uh, we've we've been able to continue to grow, and, and the other part of our growth is that hotel we're building. 2008 I, sounds like a perfect time, right? I'm losing my house. <laughs> I'm maybe my the county's down. I'm going to running aces. Let's let's, let's see if we can put some back, wins. Right? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to double down right now. Absolutely. So what you're building? You said a hotel. Did I just correct? Step yep. On that? We've got a 116 room hotel going up five stories, and it'll be. I mean, it's going to be one of the nicest hotels in in the city. When I drove by the other day, sorry, Mike. When I drove by the other day, I you know on 30, I saw I saw it, and I and I had heard that that's what you guys were doing. Then completely yeah. oblivious to what's actually going on, but. Because you guys are on a pretty decent sized land, How, did that take up a lot of space that you would normally use for for races or what have you, or is it kind of something that was completely separate from your your original uh, facility? Luckily, we have the space, and and it's okay. part of our growth. So it'll be it's right next to the building. Half the rooms are going to have the best views of the tracks. So you'll be able to watch live racing. Oh, that's cool. If we've got a concert. You'll be able to watch that. So I can mean, I gamble from my hotel room? Nope, it is a separate entity. It is a separate entity because I thought I could invite my girlfriend there. No, here's why I could do some like window. No, here's why I love it because I have two young boys. Yes, so we'll sit in the room. We'll, yep. eat, we'll eat popcorn and we'll watch and we'll watch the races. That's I love that idea. Okay, Absolutely. so let, let's reset this because we didn't do a very good job. Running Aces is where. Give us the whole spiel so people know where running you Ace, are. Running Aces, we just changed our name to add the hotel. So we're Running Aces Casino Hotel and Racetrack. Okay. And the big thing people don't realize is we are only 25 minutes north of 35 or Minneapolis or mm-hmm, St. Paul mm-hmm. off 35. So Easy to get to. Yep, and we're the first exit once those two 35 ENWs merge. And you have more than just racing. You have now the hotel. You have racing. You have an amphitheater. Yeah, we, okay. We've got an area that we'll definitely have concerts in, but we've got one of the best uh, card rooms in the Midwest, Okay, and we also have a trout fishing pond. So trout fishing pond, go back to card rooms, poker, blackjack, blackjack. pie gow, easy bock, okay. uh, all, all, all the favorites. And one of the best things about our card room and what makes us, I, I feel I can say we are best in the Midwest. We were told that even by a, a fellow casino locally. Sure. Uh, we don't charge commissioner ante on any game, and you can play a dollar blackjack. You're not paying a quarter to play. Okay, everything is is as it is. So, so uh, okay, I play a little bit of poker. Yeah, what do I need to do to play real poker at it? Because I don't. I'm too intimidated to go in there and do it. What right. do I have to bring? Ten thousand bucks? Absolutely I gonna, not. How do I do this? So the cool part is we've got different levels for every ability of sure. player, and and for somebody like you who knows how to play poker. Mm-hmm. But maybe afraid to make that jump. Yeah, to I'm a not casino. a skilled player like, by oh. any means, but I, I get the concept, right? So we do. We've got tournaments every day. Okay, two or three on Mondays. We do a free tournament where we put two thousand dollars in the prize oh, pool. Wow. So it's every level of player, mm-hmm. and it's something that's perfect for for somebody like you. You can come in. We do add-ons, so it might cost you twenty dollars. Sure, but you'll be competitive in in a poker tournament. Oh wow! And and the fun part for that is it really is all levels. Our dealers are super friendly. We'll help if there's any. It's your blind or it's your turn. Sure. 
everybody's pretty relaxed in there. On or when time. I'm asking to hit on 21 and they're like, sir. No, 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 you're good. No, you're and I'm like, good. oh yeah, oh I got 21. Okay. I think you that's happened. Stay. Yeah, that's, that's a true story. Sadly, I think you might want to. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So uh, I I asked you this in the green room, but I think it's worth bringing up on the air because I'm always curious to get kind of the insider look to. Are, are you guys a place that would that would love to see legalized sports betting in the state of Minnesota? Because I think some people have whether it's a personal uh, agenda or what have you, I, everyone obviously has their own beliefs and what should or should not happen. But I'm curious to get a, an opinion from a guy like you that's in the gaming industry, yeah. in the gaming business. Is that something that you and Running Aces would fully support? Absolutely. It is something uh, that I we are trying so. to get. I mean, we're, we're an entertainment destination mm-hmm. and we already have gambling. So people are gambling on sports. The goal for us would be let's gamble on sports here and let's have it legal. Let's have it regulated. We are already regulated by the state. So for us, it would be another reason to come up and and more entertainment. Can I off track bet there? Like, can I bet other races? Yes. So, okay. I'm a fan of horse racing for three races every year. Yep. Right. The big ones. Absolutely. So what happens? One of them this weekend. (laughs) But it was last, last, whatever the fifth. What do I do when I'm holding the ticket to what I think is the winner of the Kentucky Derby? Oh, man. And I'm excited, or I'm holding the ticket to the one who was actually uh, the winner, but I ripped it up and Uh threw it away because I was pissed because he didn't win. Start digging. Start digging. Is that really the only answer? So, I mean, as fast as the track says, hold your tickets. That's why they say it. They do say it, but they also picked the winner, right? Because they had 20 minutes. In 20 minutes, they weren't saying hold your tickets for 20 minutes. Yeah, they were. Well, they were they, saying not official. Like, it was yeah, not an official. So oh, they, I thought they knew. I mean, because they, they uh, well, everyone said he was the winner. I can't remember the horse that originally mm-hmm. won. Uh, what was it? Victory. Maximum security. Maximum security. It. I mean, he was ahead. It was a clear win, right? And they said, hold your tickets, okay, which right. is smart. But it wasn't for 20 minutes. I've never seen Anything like that? What What did you guys do? How do you handle that? Well, we uh, sold more beer. Okay, sure. But no, I mean that's that's part of the industry, and and you know with such a high profile race, which mm-hmm. you probably call the biggest race of sure. the year. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean they they took a pretty hard look at it. Now even wow. with our races, so a harness race is about two minutes long, mm-hmm. a little less. As soon as that race is done, the officials are watching the replay. From okay. start to finish. So it does take around two minutes for it to become official. Oh, really? So they're looking to see if there's any infractions, anything that, that's going on that would really cause a change in order. So the jockeys in, in, the, in the Kentucky Derby had to instantly say, hey, timeout, he blocked me. Correct. Right? So they didn't wait 10 minutes or nope. they didn't wait three minutes and say, hey, I think that's BS. They, they instantly waved their flag saying, hey, this isn't right. He blocked me out of this. That's correct. As soon as okay. it's official, it's official. So and someone now, at the track was saying, hold your tickets. And yes. here's how I know that the pros were, were on it right away because my, my wife, mm-hmm. she's her whole family, that's that's their thing. Horses, horses, horses. They, they, that's mm-hmm. what, When we were standing there, we were with a, a group of friends at a, at a birthday party mm-hmm. watching the race. She initially, she immediately said, "That's interference." I said, "What? What? Really? What are you talking about?" This I isn't no football, idea. honey. <laughs> and, and, and later, that's adorable. W- once it once it became mm-hmm. official, people kind of looked at her like, "Whoa, that that's yeah. cool." And I, and I said to her, "How can I not use this to make money?" <laughs> yeah. Well, how, how, you know, she doesn't know which horse. Well, is that's the win. equivalent of you saying, "Oh, that's pass interference." Basically, that doesn't, that doesn't get you anything, right? right? Same thing. Same but she just thing. knows the program. She knew it right away. She called it right and away. And did you see? I mean, did, were you guys looking at it saying, hey, that's not, that was blocking right there or whatever it was? You know, be. it was a long day. As okay, soon so as that official, <laughs> I made sure my staff was good and I took off okay. to the rush. So wow. let's, you, you mentioned beer. That's one of the reasons why you're here is we want to yeah. talk about your beer. Uh, you guys had your big craft beer festival. Uh, at, at, what was it? It was the 20th of April, correct? That is correct. Yep. And uh, the, the winner was the Sangria Beer from Shell's Brewing Company, which Michael and I were fortunate enough to try, it is which good, is yeah. really, really good. But this is going to be your featured beer note, Running Aces. It will. Yes, they they won our beer fest. They were featured at the State <laughs> Fair for the last two years, and this year they're released to the public. So mm. uh, for us, it you know up by us tend, it tends to have a little bit sweeter beers, tend to win for us. And, okay. and this, I think, this is one of those perfect beers on a night like tonight. Oh, it's going to be a home oh, run this summer yeah. for you guys. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so between this and then Tuesday nights, we have dollar nights. So it's $2 Miller Lights. Mm-hmm. You come out for $20, no admission, have a dollar hot dog, a $2 Miller Light. 
You could have a $5 sangria and then uh, sit and watch races. I haven't been to running aces. I assume I can Man, bring me, my children. What do I have to give you? Here? Well, no, like, I mean, I, I just, I just haven't done it, but I can bring my kids, right? Absolutely. It is so family friendly. It the is cool family thing. friendly. Oh, so if God, you've been yeah. to a thoroughbred race, mm-hmm. there's about 45, 50 minutes between a race. Sure. Takes a long so, time, man. At harness racing, one of the, I mean, a couple of cool things. One, you're right on the action. Mm-hmm. You are super close. For us, we're a smaller, a little bit more intimate facility, but it, it allows for such a fun atmosphere of excitement. Mm-hmm. And with the kids, they're running around, they're having a good time. You can, as soon as a race is done, there's more horses warming up on the track for a future race. Sure. So for kids, they're always visually stimulated. Mm-hmm. They always see horses mm-hmm. on the Beautiful track. Beautiful horses. They're, yeah. they're running right next to the fence. I mean, you're five feet from the horses. Oh, that's cool. And and for some people, we do drawings. Come on mm-hmm. out. We A harness race starts with a starter car. So it's a rolling mm-hmm. start. But you basically have something that looks like the Pope Mobile. Sure. It's got a 40-foot wingspan. It's, it's a husband and wife team. So the driver actually faces backwards. He has a throttle. And Sandia's wife is steering. Okay. So if you can imagine that sure. tandem. That sounds like something that would never work with any relationship I've ever had. <laughs> or me and Mike. <laughs> yeah, right. Turn left. Yeah. But the coolest part is, is you're watching eight horses running 35 miles an hour mm-hmm. at you. And it's, it's one of the coolest, That's most wild. powerful things. And, and you sure. really see how hard these horses work. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I know that every time I've brought my children to the track, they really enjoy it. Oh, they, yeah. they really have fun. And I'll do, and I'm probably not supposed to do this, but I'll let oh, them pick. Must. Well, no, I'll, I'll let them pick some horses, <laughs> right? And we'll do some stuff. And I'll, I'm a very small gambler. So, right. but a couple of years ago, we went to the, the dog track in Naples, the Naples or Bonita sure. Springs dog track. And one of my daughters was on fire. I mean, <laughs> we could have bought a new house. Yeah. I mean, it was unbelievable. I was like, we're going to keep riding her little decisions. Absolutely. My other daughter looked like she had lost every single thing in her life. <laughs> she was about as dejected as you could be. And my own daughter's like, this game is easy. And I'm like, keep going, honey. Just yeah. keep going. Just Tell right. daddy what's going what's gonna to work next. Or and I, dogs is impossible to pick. And know, what I love too is, you know, when, I, when I'll when i bring my kids, because again, they've been around it since they were born with, with my wife's family. And we'll all pick one. We'll pick a number or whatever. Mm-hmm. And my youngest will just wait. Until who, he, oh, I picked number four. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't count. Yeah. Sure, yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. just get to say you picked the winner every time. Yeah. That's not really how this works. Sounds like a reverse. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so give us racing hours and information, days of the week, and et cetera, Aaron. Yes. Uh, uh, by the way, Running Ace is the guest here on the Beer Show on Score North and scorenorth.com. So we open this Saturday, so it won't be a, an opening day for us if it didn't rain or snow. So, sure. uh, right. we'll, but we, we do race, uh, rain or shine. We race Tuesdays at seven o'clock, and that's our dollar night. So it's dollar hot dogs, dollar. Uh, pop and two dollar beer. What night is that? Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Cool. And we're always free admission, so mm-hmm. no cost for admission. Uh, Saturdays is our keep it local night, and that's where we're going to feature all of our local beers from everything from Shells and Summit. Uh, those are our big partners we have this year. And then races on Saturday are six o'clock. Sundays are six o'clock as well, and that's our family Pepsi day. Cool. So it's it's three nights a week all the way through September fourteenth. We do have a handful of big feature days: uh, Father's Day. Independence Day and then Labor Day are three big ones. And that's where we've partnered with Shells. It's our red, light, and blue specials. So we feature Sangria, their light beer, and their blue as well. So Tuesday, Saturday, and Sunday, live racing. Correct. Every day, I'm assuming you're open to take off track batting. Correct. We are open 24-7. Your card rooms are open. Everything's open. So yes. you can go there. Um, can I have a beer at 3 o'clock in the morning at Running aces? You cannot, but you can definitely order some food and sit at the table. Okay, because I'm trying to think. I'm like, well, do you have to abide by the two two a.m. We okay, do because we are privately run, and you know. Okay, uh, so we do. So it's like a bar, any, okay? Exactly, and the All best right. part uh, for that, we're smoke free. There's no oh, yeah. smoke in the facility. A lot oh, of times, when people huge. think casinos, they think, oh, it's going to be smoky. You know, it's it's kind of dingy and dark. Mm. Half of our casino is windows, sure. so it's it's a completely different feel than going anywhere else and that's why people think oh casino family friendly absolutely the only yeah. place kids aren't allowed is is in the card room sure. but the rest of the restaurant and trout fishing and everything else is is geared towards kids forgive my ignorance aaron but has running aces always been a free admission we have that's okay i didn't i did not know that that's awesome so and it's it, the one thing people see this year uh that's different is because with our hotel we had to restructure everything on the outdoor apron so we've added a lot more seating for people we, it's completely open seating. We used to charge for some premium seats. Okay. This year, we're just going to try it out. We're going to see how the layout works. We're going to move some tables around. We're going to try and give the best experience for everybody. But then, you know, next year when we add some more awnings and, and we'll have some more premium seating and some different things for people. 
And the other, you know, this year we're adding Famous Dave's. They'll be on site uh, giving some new food options. And then we, we've we got a handful of other just unique things. So our announcer, you, you guys would probably appreciate it, he, he announces the races from the stands. So he interacts. Oh, that's cool. Oh, really? The other part with racing, you know, people are afraid. They don't understand mm. how to wager. They don't, sure. they just don't get it. It can it be confusing. Yeah, absolutely. So he's down there. And our big thing is just trying to educate. We mm. understand that there's a threshold of learning. And so we've added a lot of people that are around just welcoming you, telling you, hey, if you want a wager, here's here's $2. All right. Who mm. do you want to put it on? Here's how to do it. Sure. And we figure if we can do that, it helps. It helps everybody. Yeah. So and you got to do some box trifectas. That's how you do. Well, that's how you make the big money, right? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of uh, food, by the way, we have to talk about the uh, wonderful delicacy that you brought in the green room, and that is the smoked trout salmon. There's smoked trout, trout dip. dip. Excuse me. There we go. My goodness, that is a monster creation. You might say, "What does trout have to do with this? What is what, what does trout interesting have question, to do, Michael? Why would why would a casino have an ability to have trout? Why don't you talk us through that? Yeah, so the land we were built on is known as Trout Air. They were around from 1965 to 98, and that's what a lot of people associated with us those first mm-hmm. couple of years was, oh, you're you're Trout Air, is your Trout Air? And so we decided to partner with the original family. They're still in the area, longtime supporters of us. So we dug a pond partnered with the Priner family and they actually taught us how they used to cook the fish. They imported the seasoning they use from Sweden. So we cook it the same way. And Jesse Priner, he actually stocks our pond still. So we get fresh trout. You come in, you fish, you get a 10 foot cane bamboo pole, put it out, catch your trout. We'll take it to the kitchen, clean it, cook it for you. And you can eat your freshest meal while watching the races. You know what happened to me, Reavers? What? My 20 buddies I'm with, I'd be the one guy who doesn't catch a fish. <laughs> and they'd be like, all my buddies would be drinking and eating their trout that I'm they had. I'm ready to go, man. Like, I'll, I'll get one. I promise uh-huh. I'll get one. Yeah. yeah. Th- then what we do is we just grab a net when nobody's looking. Yeah, and just, and we'll, you just we'll grab one. one oh, for you. yeah. See, I got three or four to. in one time. Because you're the guy that you want the bait put on the hook for you. In fact, you might even yeah. want to cast for yourself, too. Well, I, I can cast. Just hand me the pole. Right? Yeah, just hand me. I got it. Well, yeah, yeah I, I think I'd like low maintenance fishing. That's really cool. So trout air, I remember... A huge amount of concerts in Trout Air when I was younger, right? Yeah. In yep, the 80s and we're and 90s. trying to, you know, we've had a few concerts from Blues Traveler to mm-hmm. uh, Lita Ford, and we've we're we've got one concert this year um, on August sixteenth, and then next year as we've got our grandstands kind of finalized, Figured the hotel out, yeah. in, we do plan on a lot more outdoor shows sure. and, and activities for people. How many events like like that do you guys typically do a summer? Or forgive me if you mentioned that. Yeah, no, there's probably around six or so, cool. six big events. So okay. even in September, we used to. Well, we've always done uh, cruise for the troops. It's a great program that is uh, all the funds go to the Invisible Wounds project. Mm-hmm. And this year we've turned it into a three day freedom festival. So oh, wow. that's going to be in September. We're going to add carnival rides. We're going to really kind of blow it out of the water and I heard try Donald something going to show up. No, that's don't, don't say that's that. That's what I heard. No, don't I mean, say I'm that. not sure, but I'm pretty sure please, he's coming. Please don't say that. You know what's going to happen? It's like 50,000 people are going to show up. If yes. that's what it takes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Maybe we got a new marketing program. Yeah, right. right. No, don't give him any credit, please. Uh, how many different beers before we shift to too many gears here? How many different beers uh, do you guys possess at running ace running aces there, Aaron? Yeah, well, I mean, we definitely have a full bar and a full selection, but some of the the local ones that we 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 really try and keep it local with everything we do. So that's cool. whether it's Ikeden's cheese, um, we've got Daniela's gelato, who's out of Forest Lake. We any local purveyors we really want to work with, and so we do a lot with Finnegan's, uh, and as I said, Shells Summit. Uh, and line of kugels, obviously not that local, but still Wisconsin. They're still nice a local close. Beer, yeah. yeah, they're as cool as can be. Isn't that kind of cool that Shell Summit and Line of Kugel, all those guys that own those businesses have been on this show numerous times. Mm-hmm. You don't get three better guys than the Shell's family off the charts. Yep. Right? Yeah. Um, Summit, Mark Sedrud off the charts. Line of Kugels, well, John <laughs> is the best of the best right. for a man who would take the mic for. Four hours straight. Basically, he just wants to host the show. Yeah, he, yeah. and he'll but, let us And interject. probably would be the best at it. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, he's right, the best. Exactly. Those are those are great beers to have because they're great guys to be partnered no, with. No, and those are some of the local ones that that we feature on our race nights. But mm-hmm. we definitely have you know any any of the local brands. Get that, your Miller Lights too, and oh, do all well, that. Yeah. yeah, yep. And I got to imagine that uh, it's a destination for bachelor party season for you guys at Reading Aces. It is, and that's the fun part. You know, a lot of people, we compare it to the Saints. You know, you can go there with a bachelor party. You can go there with your family and kids, or you can go there on a date. You are all going to have a great time and a completely different experience 
but not you're not going to be negatively impacted by those other groups out mm-hmm. there too. So sure. I think that's probably some of the most fun is seeing those different groups, see how they interact because you don't see that kind of interaction where all these different walks of life can come and have a good time. Cause you're all in the end cheering for the same thing. Yeah. Right on. Watch your horse. To uh, if people want more information here, where can they find that all everything's available online and you guys know are very active on social media as well. Absolutely. So if you go to run uh, that's the website with all the events promotions and you can take a VR tour of the hotel. If you go in there, and see see kind of all the fun we have going on. Awesome. Thanks for coming in, man. Really, really appreciate you. Yeah, I appreciate being here. Thanks, guys. We're going to step aside for just a brief moment. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Beer Show on Score North and scorenorth.com. Final segment of The Beer Show here on Score North and scorenorth.com. We are live inside of the TCL Broadcast Studios. My name is Chris Reavers, Mike Fratelloni. With Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores. Worst bump music ever. By my side. Well, I didn't pick it. Brendan did. Brendan, Brendan. you got to tell him. You can't just let him pick music. No, that's horrible. Yes, he can. Yes, he can. Okay, you you trumped me, I guess. Um, So uh, Tom was here in studio with Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits, the middle of kind of our a cool, interesting, different style of unique beer Yeah, we're talking with uh, the lads from the Growler Mag, and you know... Mike, you brought up kind of that forward thinking uh, that that Matt and the beer dabbler mm-hmm. uh, kind of experience they had ten years ago, and I, I'm I'm when I right when I saw this new idea, I was like, wow, that's cool. Okay, uh, so I think we should have Matt talk about his new endeavor called Unlabeled. Please do. Yes. Yeah. Inform Un- us. Unlabeled. It's uh, it's uh, Beer Fest 2.0. It's like uh, a beer fest that uh, for the beer nerds, I guess. So a different twist than what the beer dabbler would be. Yeah, abs- absolutely. So unlabeled is about. Uh, Wait, I want to guess. Okay, I want to guess because I see this trend growing now. In fact, we were talking about this a little bit. And I think I think this is where you guys are going with this, which I think is absolutely genius. Naked. <laughs> no, everyone's yeah. naked. No, but I think it's it's going to become a case of <laughs> you're going to get X number of brewers to be there. You're going to have beers available. Styles will be informed. But you're not going to tell them who it is or, or or anything like that. They're just going to have to. They're going to go into it without any preconceived notions toward what that beer is. Absolutely correct. So so God, I'm a genius. That is pretty good, readers. <laughs> so, so how many times has somebody come to you and said, "Oh, you got to try this brewery because it's amazing." So they've already told you it's amazing. So you're yeah. going to go into that brewery and say, "Like, oh yes, it's amazing," because you don't want to you don't want to go against your friend. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to like say, yeah, at the very least, oh yeah, it was, it was really good. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty right. good. Yeah. yeah, whatever. So, because the reason I say that is, um, uh, Ryan, Tom's business partner and I went over to this place over here called the lab yeah. and that's kind of their concept where, yeah, they're going to tell you what style of beer it is. They're just not going to tell you who it's from. And I think that's a genius business concept. Yeah. Their, their concept is genius. And yeah. that's, a, that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to steer away from, from your, but, but, but this yeah. year so, I would be very interested in this. So, so the unlabeled portion is I've seen breweries get, um, get blasted on, you know, online on social media because somebody said it was, it was garbage garbage product. Mm. So here we are. We're going to find out if it's garbage or if if it's awesome. There's no marketing dollars behind uh the breweries that you're going to be sampling. So uh on uh June or July 18th we'll be Upper Landing in St. Paul. We'll have 48 different breweries that will be 48. there. 48 mm. and the style will always be the same. So the first first unlabeled is hazy IPAs. Second uh unlabeled in September is going to be Oktoberfest. So you're going to go in, you're going to get an app, you'll download your app. We, we made this, this is cool, this, this mm-hmm. custom app there. Um, and you go in, you taste a beer, you rate, you know, it's very simple rating ratings and you just slide, a, a slide yuck, the scale. yuck face or a smile. Duck, duck. <laughs> and everything's just going to have a number attached to it. Not, not a name of a brewery, correct? Right. So nobody, nobody will know at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll also, we, the growler has been doing uh, BJCP certified uh, tastings for, for years now. And, and the breweries in Minnesota come submit their beers and, and that again is a blind tasting, but it's, it's more of a professionally scored uh, situation. So we'll have that aspect to the, the event. But now the customer, the the consumer is going to be able to. So there's going to be both. You'll have yeah. pro- professionals not knowing what they're they're drinking, and then also anybody that wants to buy a ticket and come yeah. in and try it. Stuff. I, I don't know. I don't know how you find out 
who makes better beer than yeah. blind than tasting. This. Yeah. yeah, this is brilliant. It's, but how do you really do it is. with forty-eight breweries, each making one beer? I assume, or are they going to have more than one hazy IPA? Um, so the way it was is we opened it up for forty-eight breweries to participate. If sure. we didn't get the forty-eight. Then we're going to allow people to submit multiple entries, but, but we got forty-eight. How do I taste forty-eight? You're, I'm going to have yeah. palate fatigue. How how do you suggest mm-hmm. I work through one of your yeah. festivals? Yeah, because you guys have more than I can handle. Yeah, right. It, so in this case, so you come in, we 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 manufactured these custom flights, mm-hmm. and so you go up to uh, multiple <laughs> beer trailers. So. Another thing is I have a fleet of refrigerated trailers that I rent I out. I saw those. You just built one. I, I did just build I one. I saw it online. Yeah. That was very cool. I'm like, I want one of those on my deck. We should, we'll, talk, we'll, talk, okay. yeah. we'll talk after. It'll be for sale on yeah. July 19th. Yeah. <laughs> so so there'll be, uh, you know, in one, one beer trailer, there's eight, eight breweries, and you come up, and you bring your flight paddle, and you get four tastings. You're only going to, you know, get two ounces of each, and mm-hmm. you can dump whatever you want and mm-hmm. drink whatever you want. Um, so will you get through 48? I don't know. Maybe, mm. maybe not. Challenge accepted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 48 by two is 96 divided by 12 is eight. Yeah. That's a lot of beer and hazy IPAs. Yeah. That's, I mean, I mean you could I do could, it. You could do it. Although if you gave people that's like, if you drink all of every single one, you, you could force people into categories and say, uh, you know, if your number is one through 50, you got to try this flight for sure. If you're 50 through whatever, you have to try that to make sure every flight gets the same amount of chances. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. you're, you're a red label. You got to try that one flight with those four beers. We you got to measure those. We should come in folks group. Yeah. I love that. I, I, I see. Love, I, don't, I don't, 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 don't do no, that. No, but that's not a bad <laughs> idea. It forces <laughs> everyone to get a fair shot. That's a lot of ideas. The weather is guaranteed to be over 61. Yeah. So you're <laughs> fine. It won't be too cold. I have a question though. So it may, it maybe you address this. So I, I'm sorry if I missed it, but it, I'm, I'm doing the app. I, I'm rating the, the, I the beers. I love that part of it. That, that, yeah, exactly. It on the app. But what if I say, well, damn it. I want to know which one it was because I want to go buy it. it. Will that information be available to me once yeah. the once the event is over? Absolutely. Okay, I, I figured as much, but I thought I'd ask anyway. Yeah, we'll we'll find out because who's not. Will, that be will they get a kind of a big deal award, or what are they going to get if they win uh, this? They actually do get something. So mm-hmm. um, there's some prizes for for breweries that, uh, like in the hazy IPAs. My wife works for a malting company, so she's she's giving. Uh, I think it's 500 pounds of malt, and then oh wow, um, and then we we partnered with a uh, with a Minnesota hop hop grower, and they're going to be donating some some hops, so the the brewers will get something out of it. Give them a plug too. Who is the hop grower? Oh shoot, okay, uh, <laughs> Mighty Axe or something. Um, what, what's your last name? Kenevin. Kenevin. So could it be a Matt Kenevin award, just like a James Beard award? Could they win a Matt oh, Kenevin award? Look at that. I mean, marketing. Wow. You're a marketing genius. Let's make your name. I, I appreciate that. I'm. Um, I I generally don't like to be in the spotlight. I yeah. generally don't like to be on beer shows. Sure, <laughs> but you're doing it. I, I, here I am. Yeah. You know, like it was, I mean, I just think that some there is a gap open for this James Beard Award for brewers. There's a gap waiting there. You can win a American Beer Festival Award, right? But there's not an elite elite one. You're the brewer. They're only giving it to the beer. I don't rate a restaurant on the dish. I rate a restaurant on the chef. Well, why am I rating beers on the beer instead of the brewer? One one thing, well, one direction that question, I would say Mike. is like for beer festivals, there's always a beer festival and there's always an award at a beer festival. Sure. And and those awards are, uh, I don't think they mean a whole lot because, mm-hmm. you know, a brewery can tweet out and say, vote for me. And, and it's sure. just, there's not a lot of votes that go into that. So in this case, you know, we're targeting between 2,000 and 2,500 people. So you're going to have a, a nice a nice group of people that are all going to participate mm-hmm. in the, in the voting. So Coming large to, sample. Like, to take part in that type of thing. I mean, it's not just going to have some beers and dry some different things. It's to really t- find out what the best one is or what, you know, your favorite one is and test your palate and all that stuff. We should record from there a segment and walk around and ask people, which, what do you like? Oh boy. That's That'd a, be kind of cool. Right? All right. Do a little on the arrange transportation. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'll, get there, I'll get you there. I'll get you there and back. All right. So we only have about three minutes left here, but I do want to touch on, uh, there was a couple of other events. Well, oh, wait, ticket, ticket information for, for this, for yeah. unlabeled. Give me that quick. Okay. So you just go to the, the growler magazine website sure. and, and Look and type up unlabeled. There's an events page and you can find Are tickets available now? Can I get uh, them now? June 6th, I believe. June 6th. Okay, cool. Tom, oh, and, and we had a couple other things we wanted to mention here too. So 
After you go to a beer festival, what do you, what do you want to do after that? Eat. 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 Yep. You got to eat. Sleep, so nap. I one of the cool things that I that I wanted James to talk about is the ten the land of are you the land of, of ten thousand tacos. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just it's perfect, right? I mean, he's put together this list where you can find every single taqueria what what their best thing is if they're good or not. The machete. The machete's good. Yeah, I like is. the machete. So um, talk yeah, a little bit about that. So uh, I am a food guy, but I'm also kind of a data guy. I like to gather a lot of information before I start talking about something. And my colleague, John Garland, loves tacos like I do. <laughs> so we said, let's go out and basically eat at all the taquerias. This is a dream what job. Is, what is that, that is a dream what job. Is that, what does <laughs> that mean? Where are we going? And what it means is right now we've got 60 taquerias on our map at growlermag.com slash land dash 10,000 dash tacos. And you can click around, find out like a really good taco to order there, what the price range is, whether you can get a beer there, cool. is it sit down, is it counter, all that kind of information. And we're going to keep adding to it. And the fun thing about it is a lot of people have taco opinions, maybe not shockingly. And they hit <laughs> us up on social media. They talk to us in person. They're like, you got to get out to this place in Lakeville, whatever. <clears throat> and we'll get out there and we'll add it. So the map's going to keep growing. I would love to see 100 taco So you're like a taco cool. super agent. That's basically where I'm at in taco life. Taco savant. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you I'm know, okay I've been that. searching for, like, I, I'm like kind of a burrito guy. Mm-hmm. like really like the carne asada burrito. But I love tacos too. And I live near Lake Street, but like sometimes I get... Intimidated. Taqueria sure. Victor Hugo, their asada burrito is fire. It's there so go. good. There we go. It's the best burrito in the city. So, if people want to see more information about this, can we find it online? Growlermag.com. Awesome. Guys, thank you so much for coming in and spending some time with us today. Really appreciate it. Thank you very much. You yeah, got it. You fun. got it. And continued success for both the events and for Growler Mag. You guys always know that you have uh, good friends here at the Beer Show. Thanks for having us. You got it. Absolutely. And uh, this weekend, a bunch of tastings, right, Tom? Tastings across the board. Friday uh, from 5 to 7 and Saturday from 1 to 7. I mean, that's a big window. Even Mike could probably get there. That's right. If it's warm enough. It (laughs) might be over 61. Oh, gosh, I don't know. All right, Michael, thank you, sir. (laughs) I've reviewed you the best. Thank you. If you missed any portion of the program, you can check out the podcast that you can find online right now at scorenorth.com. For Mike Fratelloni, my name is Chris Reavers. We're going to be back again next Thursday night. Western Conference basketball action's coming your way after this pause right here on Score North and scorenorth.com. Cheers.